Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Mythos Podcast. Thank you for joining us. This is the very first episode. Uh, it's just us, a couple of guys that just want to talk about random stuff. I am Jingles Roscoe. I am Smiter Roscoe. With us, we have the illustrious Pie Man. Yes, yes, you do. And you should be thankful that you do. Pie Man, thank goodness you're here. No, oh, thank I'm, goodness I, you're I'm here. I'm kidding. I'm just a dumb nerd here to talk about dumb nerd stuff. That's pretty much what the podcast is going to be. And speaking I, of other nerds, <laughs> we have super secret hidden boss of the apartment, Josh. Hey, what's up, everyone? I can't wait to talk about the game last night. <laughs> those, those are some sick plays. <laughs> those are some really good plays. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> you also watched the sports ball event. I did. <laughs> of course, the sports ball. No, today, uh, this being our first episode, and yesterday, all of us having watched the newest Star Wars, Rise yeah, of Skywalker. Did. Yeah, we did. Um, yeah. This is going to be a Star Wars episode. Uh, I wanted to provide a little bit of non-spoiler information at the beginning of the episode, and then eventually we'll talk about stuff that happened yeah. both in The Mandalorian and in Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. So, to start off everything, I wanted to all of us to just kind of give a little bit of backstory on our personal adventure with Star Wars. Yeah. Where we got into Star Wars. Yeah. How we feel about Star Wars and how our feelings about Star yeah. Wars have fluctuated like, throughout the years. Like our favorite stuff about Star Wars, our least favorite stuff about Star Wars. I'm going to I'm going to if it's okay, I'm going to start off by talking about the earliest mem like just general group question, what's your earliest memory of Star Wars? And for me, I can't even name the city, I can't even name the theater. I can't even name the the guy that we were hanging out with at the time. It was one of mom's friends. Mm. And um, we got invited to watch Star Wars. And I I must have been like six, maybe five. And and I didn't... I For the longest time, I defended myself on this point. It was like, I watched The New Hope when it came out. And I'm not nearly that old. <laughs> So, I didn't realize it until years later that the original came out in the 70s. Wait, you mean you weren't born in 77? I was not born, despite despite uh, my eldish blood running strong. I am not that old. But, I, and Wait, I didn't realize which, it until... Which one did you say you saw? A New Hope. It was, it was a New it Hope? It was a New Hope, and check it out. Oh, it was during the like, re-release. Exactly. Okay. I didn't know until years later that it was a re-release. Okay. And so I watched I it gotcha. for the first time. And the clearest thing I can remember, like, and I was enjoying the film like, all the way up to a specific point, and that specific point took me from this is neat to this is the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. And it was when Han and Chewie are in the cockpit, and Han says, all right, let's punch it. And then they kick it up into hyperspace for the first time. My little Chinese, my like the moment you know when it goes from and it like kicks off from behind the Millennium Falcon. Well, when I was a kid, when it went and kicked off, and the Millennium Falcon became a speck in the distance, the back of my head blew off, and my brain matter was just smattered <laughs> on everybody behind me because it blew my mind. 
that there was anything like this. And literally, years after the fact, like maybe a year, two years after that, I would just quietly revisit that moment in my mind because it was the coolest thing I'd ever seen was the jump to hyperspace. And yeah, just the way sweet. it was yeah. shot and just like, it's, it's such, like, I get pumped every single time they do it in a new movie because, like, it's just the way that the stars stretch backwards and they, like, defies physics. And then mm-hmm. just boom! And then you're off. You're off on another great ass adventure, yeah. wherever it goes. Even to this day, like, I still get a little rise whenever I see something go into or out of hyperspace. Oh, it's great. It's mm-hmm. great. It's great. What about you, bro? Uh, easily, like, I can't remember a whole lot from early childhood, but I know that we watched Star Wars a lot growing up. We had the, I think it was 97, yeah. uh, VHS re-releases yeah. that came out. Yeah. Uh, we owned those. Yeah. And we watched those a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever actually seen unedited versions of the original trilogy. Um, I have since gone back and seen like scene comparisons and stuff mm-hmm. of the unedited versus what they added in later re-releases and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely the original trilogy was something that I remember watching a lot mm-hmm. growing up. And then when the prequels came out, I remember... I don't know if we actually watched episode one in theaters, but we did watch episode one a lot. Mm -hmm. But I do remember very specifically going to watch Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith both in theaters. Yeah, yeah. Um, And I remember watching those as as they came out. Mm -hmm. And then, obviously, been watching everything that I can since then. (laughs) Sure, yeah. And how about you guys? Well, um, similarly to Smiter, I... uh got into star wars really early on like sit maybe like six or seven and yeah like that that movie was like life-changing to me it's so good it was, <laughs> like it, that movie also like because i also started with episode four mm-hmm. um and that yeah like you said just completely blew my kid mind yeah that movies could be like that yeah 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 star, uh, star wars is something that's definitely stuck with me for like years like even to like now like to this day it's still probably like one of if not my most favorite like franchise yeah yeah no josh you're only blindly optimistic to it you're only uh, no i'm not just <laughs> ew ew right yeah i and i know we had the special edition box set. I don't know if you guys had it since you also saw the special yeah, edition. The one that farts whenever you close it. <laughs> yeah, I oh, I just, it, yeah I, I remember. It had that, uh, it was the, the, the really smooth plastic <laughs> case yeah. and the, the cases that the, the VHSs were in were also very smooth. So when you put it together, it always had to shove the air out of it. That's yeah. right. Yeah. It was like the black and gold box. Yeah, yeah. that's right. And it like yeah. had the, uh, I don't know the uh, like the risen sides of it, so it's a, like a semi three D Vader helmet. That yeah, you can, like rub, and it's like it's like it's real. Yeah, uh, yeah, those were those were the VHSs that we had as a kid that we saw them in, and those we got so much mileage out of those VHSs. Oh yeah, so, definitely. I, 
I, of course, I, I too was not born in 77, right. so I couldn't have seen the original trilogy Regrettably. in theaters. Regrettably. Regrettably. Yes. Uh, I did catch all three prequel movies in theaters, and I have now caught all three sequel movies in theaters. Oh, now. Yes. all right. Nice. Like, I still remember way back when I was, like, a younger kid when we went to go see Phantom Menace in theaters. <laughs> yeah. And I, I also remember briefly missing some of the. Uh, uh, the scene at the end when the Gungans are, like, fighting the droids. Yeah. I remember really, as a kid, needing to, like, go to the bathroom at that moment, so we missed, like, a big chunk of that battle. Yeah. And then we caught it uh, when my grandma uh, re- recorded it on TV for us with her VHS, and we rewatched it at home. Mm-hmm. And then we got finally got to see what we missed. Yeah. That's <laughs> we didn't actually miss that much. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean... <laughs> You don't know how essential that battle is. <laughs> it's very essential. I think we. I think the only thing, thing. The only thing we really missed was uh, Jar Jar just being like, "Misa no have no boma." Here, take on this one. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Those are those are good times. And then from that day on, I learned to just uh, go to the bathroom before the movie. <laughs> yeah. I still have not completely learned this. Uh, the secret Jedi technique. Uh, it must be a dark side technique. <laughs> All right, Pine Man, your turn. Mm. Well, I think, yeah, I the first time I ever saw Star Wars, that was, I want to say it was 97. Mm-hmm. Uh, Denver, Colorado. We rented the, the, it was the very first VHS trilogy release. And we watched them all, I think, over the course of a weekend. Mm-hmm. And yeah, <laughs> it all went south from there. Yep. Yeah, it, it became a, a, a one of the many passions of my, my childhood life. Yes. I think I consumed every piece of Star Wars media I could get my hands on from then on out. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of it's been amazing. And in hindsight, a lot of it's really dumb. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, unfortunately, like I love the EU as much as anyone else, but there's some stuff there that doesn't need to come back. That's the best part, though. Yeah. Stuff that doesn't need to come back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, absolutely. Okay, so now that we've kind of established where we started, um, I don't know what's some of your favorite stuff about uh, about Star Wars, EU included, anything. No, actually, I was... Well, we're sorry, yeah. I was thinking more appropriately, like, how are you feeling about the Star Wars series currently? And where it sits currently firm in the in the cold, <laughs> icy grip of Disney Corporation? Oh, well, just really quick, going back to Pie Man's origin story about... Uh. Uh, Sorry, when you were a kid, did you immediately look up at the Empire and we're all like, that's it, that, that's it, that's the tops. It's so when... <laughs> You're like, I want to be those guys. That's no moon, that's a space station. Yeah. As soon as it comes into focus, I went, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> and when they land in the Death Star hangar in the Falcon and I see the polished black... The slate grays, yes. the soft geometric. Yes, I was like, 
I want one of those. It's so like <laughs> sterile. The executor, the, so the yeah, exactly. The the sterility of it was just really cool. And the executor, the super star destroyer. Yes, that was the greatest ship I had ever seen in anything ever. <laughs> uh, it's like an entire continent, but it's a spaceship. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like the size of regular ships to star destroyers. Star destroyers are that size to the super star destroyer. That's right. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, sorry, back to uh, what you were talking about, like how we feel about Star Wars right now. Right. And uh, for me, I've, I've always been something of a um, nihilistic pessimist, uh, like a nihilistic optimist, where it's like, I like what's coming out. Like, I appreciate that there's still, like, this level of fun. Look, nothing's ever really going to top the the absolute like the the absolute importance of the of the original trilogy mm-hmm. um but i don't think it's fair to say that like star wars is ruined now like star wars has always had its ups and downs just throughout the entirety of the eu and video games and in other media and stuff clone wars is great but i'm sure clone wars isn't always batting a thousand um so, no, it's like you're not, shaking your head. Not even remotely close to that. <laughs> what do you mean it's not perfect? <laughs> but uh, at this point, it's sort of like I mean, I've accepted it, warts and all. Like I'm always like, there's going to be parts of Star Wars that I'm going to look at and be like, I don't really feel like getting into that. Like right now, I don't really care about Rebels or Resistance. Um, but I really liked Rogue One, and I really got into Rogue One. And uh, I didn't much care for Solo. Um, but that's the, that's the insane greatness about Star Wars, is that it's so big. That it's big enough to this point where it, you, can, you can absolutely just cherry-pick your personal experience with it and how much you're enjoying it. I like it. I like where I like where it's at. I I'm sure there will be plenty of flops in the future. I'm sure there will be plenty of new highs that we didn't anticipate before. Oh yeah, Disney shells out what was it four billion for the franchise? Yeah, there's yeah. no way they're done milking it. No, no, they're gonna take this to the ends of the earth. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, and I've had to. I've also had to kind of come to grips with the fact that we're probably never gonna capture the quite capture the magic that the original trilogy kind yeah, of brought yeah, yeah. us. No, you're never but... going to be eight-year-old yeah. you again no. watching Star Wars for the first time. No. It's not going to happen again. Yeah. As much as any of us would want that to happen. Yeah. But I'm still, like, I'm still fine with the movies that we've gotten so far, like, flaws and all. Mm-hmm. Like, for me, like, the sequel trilogy definitely sits kind of right in the middle, sandwiched between the original trilogy and the prequel trilogy in terms of, like quality. Josh, the prequel trilogy is good now. It's the best thing ever. Didn't you hear about that? People are fooling themselves if they think the prequels were ahead of their time. In the the late aughts and the early teens we we hated the prequel trilogies because it ruined Star Wars, but now it's been long enough that uh, it's funny so we like it now. (laughs) There's a new thing that's ruining Star Wars, so we have to hate on that and forgive what was before. Yeah, just be, just because it's memes doesn't make it good. Exactly. 
Exactly. Uh, according to the internet, that is exactly what that means. <laughs> well, you'll, just, you'll just put on a little oxygen mask and yeah. open up your meme tank yeah. from time to time. That's not, right. that's not how you're still alive. That's how, that's how I'm still getting through it. I'm still going to defer back to Josh because he was already he was already being kind enough to answer, like, what do you feel about Star Wars right now? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like, I'm, I mean, I'm optimistic enough. Yeah. Like I'm I like the good bits of like the new movies are mm-hmm. bits that I really like mm-hmm. and there are there are flaws in a lot of those movies but I guess it's not enough to really ruin it I suppose. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Yo Revan when. Yep. Revan when. Unfortunately probably never. Probably never. As we all like take a turn and forlornly look at Josh's awesome Revan figure. <laughs> Yeah. No, Revan's still canon. We could we could get something with Revan in it. Yeah, that that Revan figurine was pr- probably would have been worth some money if I'd kept it in its box. But let's be real, I'm probably never gonna sell it. I yeah. might as well pose it on my table. I, I'm not <laughs> selling any of my action figures. I don't care. That's right. Your I big mace window. My big mace window. Yeah. I don't own any that are worth selling. Specifically yeah. from when the Attack of the Clones came out. Oh, oh yeah, the one with the big dumb smiley face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's just so happy. I'll ask. I'll ask the uh, the dark-hearted Dark Lord amongst us. I mean, how do you feel about Star Wars? <laughs> I, I think I'm sorry. The Empire's gone. Oh, I know. <laughs> I mean, I'm only being sympathetic towards them. I'm actually super happy the Empire's gone. Oh. Well, the Empire's been gone for a long time. It used to be called the Remnant. <laughs> oh, yes. And now it's the First Order. Yes, yes, yeah. they were the Remnant, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, that's what well, they used to be known. Yeah. So to be real, I think, I think I have simply come to terms with the fact that media in general is always going to be a mixed bag. Yeah. Regardless yeah. of the franchise, yeah. anything that has multiple entries in its Mythos. Roll credits. Roll credits. Uh, anything that falls within its mythos, if it has multiple entries, something is going to be not up to snuff. It's just going to happen. It's yeah. the roll the dice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That being said, <laughs> I still love Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I still like Star Wars, and I'm not a huge fan of the latest trilogy. Mm-hmm. I think it's got a ton of problems. But there also is stuff in it that I do enjoy. And I think the biggest problem I have with the films is that I know they could have been so much better. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. And we'll get, we're definitely going to get into that later. Oh, yeah. When um, we get into spoilers. Or at least story, I yeah. feel they could have been so much better. I, really, I feel like uh, Star Wars is like strongest thing they have going for it at this point is less Star Wars as its story and more the setting of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. It's such a ubiquitous setting as, yeah. as we've seen with shows like The Mandalorian. Yeah. Like you can take like an original story set in that universe and then that yeah. kind of really helps boost it along. Yeah. Just um, come up with a planet. Give it a single biome. Yeah. That's where you need to go. Just have your protagonist go to different planets. What is your opinion on single biome planets? <laughs> so, yeah. uh... I don't know. Mustafar's pretty cool. Mustafar's pretty great. Um, I really don't... I really don't appreciate how reasonable everybody's being right now. We all need to just start straight oh, yeah, on you're with, right. like... No, Star Wars is bad now. Star yeah, Star Wars Wars is awful. Should I twist the valve to hot a little bit? A little bit. <laughs> shall, I, shall I go get my matches and my kindling? We're, yeah. we're being all just too reasonable right now, everyone. All right, bro, you need to make it unreasonable. You, I'm you, sorry. You, you Give it. us an unreasonable hot take. Oh, yes. okay. Yeah. So my where yeah, how yeah. I where feel about with Star Wars. where I'm at with yes. Star Wars. 
I have decided uh, shortly after The Last Jedi came out, and now that this new movie is out, my opinion remains the same. Um, I love all the Star Wars movies. I love all of them, even the bad ones. What a bold take. What a hot take. All right, well, we can't be friends anymore, so I'm just going to go home now. Well, you've personally offended me now. You can have my mace. (laughs) I love that big smiley face. He looks like he's in agony. I'm pretty sure... It depends on which side of the face you look at. Actually, though... What did they cap that face from? He never once smiled into. I don't... I don't I'm know. pretty sure he grinned in one of them once. I don't think so. I, I don't it was right that. after he killed Jango. I was going to say, halfway halfway through swinging, it's just a screenshot of him going, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then he turns and he just does that big dumb grin right at Boba. Yeah. <laughs> As Boba's holding his father's decapitated head. So check it out. Check it's it like out. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. As he picks up the helmet and the head just kind of... So, when I watched that for the first time with my older, with my older brothers, and we were talking about it afterwards... Every single one of my older brothers made that joke. It was all like, hey, look, what if the head fell out? And I was like, no! (laughs) No, Django's really cool. And then Boba continued to be an angry boy in Clone Wars. Yeah, he did. (laughs) He's just a little angry boy. He's not even cool. Oh, that's too bad. Anyway. Yes. But yes, um, I love all the movies. Uh... For what they do with the Star Wars universe for different reasons. Yeah. Um, I have come... Even before everybody started, like, suddenly jumping on the prequels as, like, not as bad as we all said that they were. Oh, yeah. hipster alert. Put on your fedora. <laughs> Wax that mustache. Get your emergency fedoras. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, everybody now is like, oh, the prequels weren't that... No, the prequels are terrible, terrible films. <laughs> but there's a lot of stuff about them that I have always loved and will still love about them. I Yeah, I'm pretty... I'll, I'll admit, even though I also acknowledge the prequels are not that great, I'm pretty sure I watched Phantom Menace probably 20 times. Mm-hmm. So let's, let's highlight a couple of things. Sorry, so we're baseline. We all agree. Prequels. Not great. Guilty pleasure movies. Guilty pleasure movies. So let's highlight some really cool parts in these terrible movies. The first thing that comes to me is that first moment when like Padme and all the all the soldiers are all like, they're like, we're gonna do this. We're gonna get out of here, and it's gonna be great. We're gonna we're gonna totally slap on those separatists, and then Darth. Da, da, da. And Darth Maul is just there. He's just there. Oh. And then he holds up his stick. Yeah. And then one blade comes out. And then another blade comes out. Yeah, it's great because... I, you can do that? Yeah. What? As a kid, I'm sitting there and I'm all like... Because, like, Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon both... They both light up and I'm... And like, they don't even hesitate. Yeah. No, they don't. No, because that's their training. Yeah. They're they warriors. just go for it. They're ready to roll. They don't even have to speak. They no, just know they're no. going to fight. Yeah. And, like, when, so when he pops out that first blade, I'm all, like, as a kid, as a dumb, stupid child, I'm all like, he's only got one, what's he going to do? And then the second one pops out, I'm all like, no! <laughs> it's all over! It was the coolest thing ever. It was the coolest as thing As long ever. as you don't think about it for too long. Yeah. <laughs> I did. He starts w- going, wait. 
A bow staff that can cut anything? Ooh, that wouldn't work very well. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, like, I feel I feel like the lightsaber staff would be, like, way more dangerous to yourself than it would be to your opponent. No, guys, shut up! It's the coolest thing ever! It is the coolest. pops out two blades! I mean, to be fair, all lightsabers are basically the most dangerous thing they ever, are. and They're no one could dangerous. ever wield them properly. They're nope. super dangerous, and the double-bladed one is even more dangerous. Yeah. The only thing we're missing is, like, lightsaber chucks. Yes. <laughs> that exists, though. I was so. gonna say... <laughs> Uh, Think of a saber weapon, it exists. There's well, there, saber well, there axes. Was, well, there was the guy with, like, the lightsaber bodysuit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy, that was Oh, insane. no. Yep. So, oh, no. another another super cool thing in the prequels. What are you, what are you feeling? What are you feeling? No, like, just, just, the, like just the expansion of the Jedi in general. Yeah. As yeah. I've grown up and I've watched it again, I'm like, the Jedi are complete buttheads. Yes. But, um, <laughs> like... Qui-Gon is still my favorite Jedi of all time. Oh, yeah. yeah. Qui-Gon Jinn. Yeah, yeah. You really have a thing for Liam Neeson. Uh, he has a thing for Liam Neeson. I want him to be my dad. I do like Liam Neeson a lot. Hey, if, if Liam Neeson is listening to the podcast, if you want to be our dad, that hey. That would be fantastic. We can, we, can hook up, we can make something happen there. Yeah, you're, you and our mom are about the same age. It would work. Yes. She likes you. So. She likes you, yeah. <laughs> You'd like her. Yeah. Anyway. So Qui-Gon. <laughs> Qui-Gon Jinn. Um, I just loved him a lot. Yeah. And also, just like most Jedis with green lightsabers, I'm yeah. just... I don't know if it's because their lightsabers are green. Yeah. But it's just been the case that all the Jedis that I've seen in the movies that have green lightsabers, I'm like, those that guy's cool. Yeah. Is green lightsabers Guardians? That's uh, blue. Oh, blue. blue's Green Guardians. is Consular. Oh, okay. Consular. Okay. <laughs> if, if that still applies and at this yellow point. yellow is Sentinel, right? Yeah, yellow is Sentinel. Yeah. yeah. That's... Okay, no, that, that's for later. Sorry, I, I hold my tongue on that one. Yeah, yeah. that was tough. <laughs> oh, that was close. Purple, if you're cool No, really, I caught yes. it. It was going to yeah. come out, and then I just sarlacc with my tongue. Purple, if you're Samuel. <laughs> yeah, because he's special. He is, he is special. special. He, he very special. Yeah. You see him? Oh, man, I remember looking at your visual dictionary and how it showed... Mace's uh, lightsaber from episode one. Yeah. And how it's, he, there's a different one. It's in completely episode, different. In episode two really? and, and, and beyond. That's crazy. Because he didn't ignite his lightsaber That's in the right. first yeah. one. He yeah. only turned it on in Attack of the Clones. Yeah. Speaking of which, uh, I saw a clip uh, from a video where uh, Mace Windu is all like, uh, we are not warriors. We are keepers of the peace. And then it hard cuts to him <laughs> lopping off Jango's head. <laughs> Well, uh, he was coming right at him. <laughs> he was. According to the to the lore, uh, didn't didn't Windu use Form Seven lightsaber combat? The According to the lore, yeah. The or was it Form Six? Light and dark. Yeah, it yeah. was like the the most aggressive and and dangerous well, of all the form hatred. combat. Yeah, yep. done by Mace Blood Edge Windu. Yes, <laughs> he's very special and unique. Punished Mace, what but if- that was also in the visual dictionary where I found that. It was established that um, only Jedi Masters are allowed to inlay their lightsabers with gold. Yeah. Oh. It, yeah. That is what was the mineral? The name of the mineral? It wasn't gold. I don't it remember was, what it was. No, it was. It was like a. It was like a special like alloy that I think. I think it's like a force, or it's like a lightsaber resistant alloy specifically. I mean, it's just gold. Yeah. But yeah. What, what, yeah. Looks gold. what did they call it? Yeah. <laughs> Cool, but what are they It's called? gold in the same way this table is gold. Yes. Ah. Uh, I see. So, you two, what are you, like, if you could pull, like, just one or even two things in the prequels that you at least, where it was all like, 
That's still kind of neat. In uh, all three, like yeah, 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 yeah. Three. Uh, the lightsaber duel between uh, Obi Wan and Anakin. That's dope. That's probably still one of like the best saber fights like in the series. I would agree. That was really dope. Mm. And uh, and the two you know the two actors that pulled it off, they like they almost killed themselves on like how yeah. hard they trained for that fight. Mm-hmm. No, all and they the just lightsaber did it. fights mm-hmm. they they all use incredible stunt work. Yes. Right. Yeah, yeah, like. Um, just because Christopher Lee's so old and busted, yeah. he never really did like any saber fighting himself. Yeah. Um. So the fact that uh, Hayden and Ewan both yeah. just just did it. Yeah. Is is really impressive. Impressive yeah. to me, at least. Yeah. I liked that they explained. Uh, <laughs> they, they they had a cover up for why uh, uh old Chrissy Lee couldn't do like all the the crazy stunts. He used form two, which yep. was elegant and used simple yes. movements. Yes. It was like fencing. Yeah. Yes, which, uh, funny enough, I was actually reading, apparently, like, the fact that, because you know Dooku has his, like, curved lightsaber hilt. Yeah. Which is also mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, which <laughs> I found, I was reading, apparently that's an actual thing in fencing. They're called French grips. Yep. Uh, and it actually does work on a similar principle in that it angles your blade so it's harder to like deflect if you're using like a regular saber. Mm-hmm. Okay. And if people and other people have attested, if you ask anybody in the fencing community who has fought somebody that has a French if a fence or a French grip, yeah. they're just like, oh, screw those guys. <laughs> <laughs> cheating. <laughs> no, he's cheating. So if we're gonna talk about forms real quick. I'm gonna go ahead I'm and. Sorry, say... I can't not. No, go exactly. Yes, 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 um, yes, yes, yes. The, oh, the reason why Qui Gon couldn't defeat um, uh, Maul, yes. Darth Maul, yes, um, is he was fighting Maul in the desert. That's the first time that Maul shows up and yes. ignites just one part of his yeah, lightsaber. Yeah. But so you noticed the handle was really long. It was really yeah. long. Strange. It was weird. Uh, and they fought, and, and he and he held them off like, you know, really well. Yeah. Um, and uh, but because they were in the tight corridors uh, in later on, mm-hmm. um, he he can't use his form to the fullest extent because yeah, he, he uses like, form four, which which is a lot of it's, acrobatics. It, there's right? a lot of acrobatics involved, and it's mm-hmm. very dangerous uh, without practicing the previous yeah. forms just to yeah. learn how to control your lightsaber correctly. Um, whereas. Yoda mm-hmm. is also a Form 4 user, mm-hmm. and he, since he's so small, <laughs> yes. he, can use, he can use Form 4 to, the, to its fullest extent. Yes. Okay, so that's why he goes chipmunk mode. Yeah, that's why, <laughs> that's yeah. why that's he goes why full he chipmunk <laughs> That's yeah. why he turns into a tiny blender. Honestly, I don't know how I feel about Yoda being such an adept like saber fighter. I always kind of felt like he should be more of like an all-powerful force user and you're not the only I'm one a, who feels that way up that same camp a, little yeah. bit. a lot of people would agree with you on yeah. that yeah that, that was my only problem in episode three when you're cutting between the two duels between like obi-wan and anakin and then yeah. yoda and palpatine mm-hmm. is like i because like obi-wan and anakin like their fight was like the big explosive like saber duel yeah. i kind of wanted yoda and palpatine to be like a big clashing of like force powers oh but yeah it you was, wanted a wizard fight yeah I but, wanted a wizard fight and yeah. you, i guess you kind of get that when they're throwing chairs at each other yeah, yeah a little bit but um yeah it's mostly just another saber duel and yeah. it's like ah, i kind of want that want like mm. if you're gonna cut between the two it should be one half and then like the other let them mirror each other in yeah kind of yeah, kinda. yeah. yeah. What about you, Pine Man? One or one thing about the prequel trilogies that you're like, okay, that was still kind of neat. 
That's Honestly, a, there's a lot. There's yeah, a lot yeah. of things that I, I could bring up. Was it this? I, <laughs> it wasn't that. Boss Ness you know, choking I, on his own I, saliva. I don't. I still want to find who who ultimately okayed the seven foot shrieking frogmen <laughs> as, as main characters I choking on his George, own pointer. I think it was George whispering Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> no, there had to have been somebody. It was just a yes man. He was like, yes, we, well, we can do that. George Lucas, like, famously staffed, like, a bunch of yes men on his movies. Yeah. Well, that's basically where all the problems with the prequels come from. Yeah. yeah. George yeah. Lucas is a great idea guy. He comes up with a lot of great stuff. Yeah. But he's got to have somebody to reel him in. Yeah. Because yeah. not everything he comes up with is gold. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they're friends. That's just yeah. idea guys. <laughs> they're, they're called friends. They're friends. <laughs> but if I had to pick one thing from the prequels... That I liked. Yes. It was at the end of episode two oh. when the clone army arrives on Coruscant mm -hmm. and uh, then Chancellor Palpatine looks out as they all deploy in formation. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty great. It's a really big moment. And I was like, those ships look a lot like Star Destroyers. <laughs> <laughs> These clone troopers look a lot like Stormtroopers. No, they're not. Uh-oh. They, they look a little evil in this lighting. <laughs> it's kind of weird. The dark red clouds and the weird blue glows coming the, from the ships. the bad music. <laughs> I don't mean bad music, I mean evil music. Yeah. <laughs> and then the Imperial March wells up. And anytime I hear that in the films, my eyes just glaze over. And, <laughs> and you're like, yes, my Dark Emperor. And all I can feel is the dark side. <laughs> I just thought it was really weird that anytime we watched those moments with you, you were just screaming, Rebel Scum! <laughs> so, um, but while we're, while we're still pouring into Star Wars, I don't know how we're going to maintain this. About, like, just the greatest, like, one of our favorite franchises of all time. Mm -hmm. But, um, one of the things that, uh, I appreciate that's the, the sequels, the sequel trilogy has done, with the, you know, the new Age of Resistance as it is, mm -hmm. um, is how we sort of managed to re-mystify the Force. Mm. And... Because in the original trilogy, it was, you know, it was very pseudo-Buddhism. Um, and then in the prequel trilogy, it was like, yo, how big is your number? Mm-hmm. Yeah, big numbers. Yeah. Big number. I also loved the that in the original trilogy, Luke had to, like, s grasp angrily at a lightsaber for 10 minutes before it would fly into his hand but then yes. you get to the prequels and you can just sneeze and clear a hallway oh yeah. sorry everybody <laughs> yeah mm. that's good stuff well i guess to be fair luke was uh unconscious for a while and hanging upside down waiting to be eaten let's not forget luke was also a terrible jedi at that point <laughs> yeah. that's true yeah. well, he's kind of trashed he's here a good jedi he doesn't like do that much big crazy stuff no. no. Not in the movies. He ain't throwing out force pushes. No, that's true. They decided not to have him moving a black hole using the force in the movies. They just relegated that to the books. No, no. <laughs> okay. He didn't use battle meditation? No. Mm -hmm. Well. What else? <laughs> as, we're, I mean, as we're prepping up for, you know, now the big discussion. Are we, are we ready to move on to the big discussion? 
Already? I don't know. Yeah, I, was so there weird. anything else before yeah, we go into spoily oops territory? That you guys I, wanted to, I wanted us to now talk about one of our least favorite things about Star Wars. That's a, okay. 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 Yeah. <laughs> that one's easy. That, that one that's also hard. Yeah. Just like with me, that's going to be very difficult because there's a lot of things I could pick from. Yes. So yeah. the thing is, is that, like, and I guess I'll loose parameters for this, is it's got to be something that you feel acts as an active like what do you feel is one of the biggest things that is an active detriment to star wars mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for me personally okay. it was metaphorians but the moment that they started putting a number on your force ability like now we can now we can scan you and determine just how strong you're going to be in the They put a, a spawn gauge on everyone. Yeah. They did. I feel like just to just to play uh, Emperor's Avocado here. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I, I think Minichlorians are only brought up in Phantom Menace, and then they like even episodes two and three kind of ignore it after that like rather than saying like looking at dooku and saying like oh his midichlorian count is super high he's going to be tough to defeat like they, <laughs> they like they don't really have that like that's the point you yeah, get the good br- point you get the brief like qui-gon explaining midichlorians and then they just drop it mm-hmm. yeah and uh and for me personally that's a huge detriment and it yeah. ends up just having implications throughout that's why uh, that's why like it was such a big issue after that movie came out and people kept bringing up metaphorians um and i feel like it was a huge active detriment to the series because the ripples of it were felt for a while mm-hmm. i've never understood whether or not that i that idea was just something that george wanted to do or if it was a MacGuffin for them to figure out that anakin was super powerful yeah mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and you see i would have been just as i would have been fine if like one time when they're all sitting in the ship and then like Anakin starts doing the force a little bit and then Qui-Gon like almost passes out or something. He's all like, that kid's super, super strong in the force. We gotta be, we gotta I be also think, That's what um, the sequels do. They just do, yeah. you have a vision. Yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I also think um, it's also like in Qui-Gon's explanation of it, I think he also says more that midichlorians aren't the force but they're the way i guess people access the force but it also doesn't explain what it is like fundamentally sure sure but that's me that's me not I feel like not that i'm being a midichlorian like apologist because i also <laughs> i also am not fond of the idea either yeah, yeah. No, you friend... love the idea of tiny organelles in <laughs> give, ourselves give me that power especially scouter. made for the force that's what it is it's, it's tiny organelles in your yeah. in your blood that allows you to access the force so at the more least, you have, the, the stronger the you are. I'm just, I'm just happy they didn't use it to say, "Oh, it is the Force," because that would be like so much worse. So much worse. That would be so devastating. Yeah, uh, would, yeah. Would. The Metaclorians are because because like, you're not supposed to be able to understand the Force. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's the one of the coolest things about it was that anybody can be can be Force sensitive. Anybody, anything living can access the force in varying degrees and then it takes time and discipline to sort of tease out your greatest potential out of that. And just putting metachlorians feel, feel like a big step back from that. But that's me. Mm-hmm. That's what I felt like was the biggest act. I'm going to let you take it over now because you already had one ready in oh, the chamber. Yes, it's very easy. So first of all, I want to say I am tired and have been for for like over a decade i'm tired of all the jar jar hate honestly mm. i feel like people 
people always hate on Jar Jar, and people are like, the worst thing about the prequels is Jar Jar Binks. No. And I don't <laughs> think so. I really think that Jar Jar's fine for the movies, and I really liked him as a kid. Mm -hmm. I remember going to watch Attack of the Clones, and I see Jar Jar, and he's all like, oh, this is so happy to I be seeing you, son. I was happy to see him. Yeah. And... I think that the the big problem and the, the thing that kind of makes Phantom Menace almost unwatchable in places mm -hmm. is the kid that plays Anakin. Fair enough. His acting yeah. is yeah. stiff <laughs> and awful. <laughs> and He also got a lot of hate, too. He got a lot of hate. Yeah, and yeah, that, yeah. that also yeah. is just... I don't think that's fair. Yeah. Well, no, no. To hate on any of the actors is completely unacceptable because it... it the wooden acting in the prequels, that was all part of the direction. Yeah. Right. You had some of the most dynamic actors in there. You had yeah. Samuel L. Jackson, you had Natalie Portman, Liam Neeson, Ewan McGregor. All of them were and made then, to deliver their lines like and that. And then George Lucas coming in saying, okay, now what I want you to do is to just make sure you have no emotion during this line. If you <laughs> Jedi just like I don't know Vulcans. if that got picked up on the mic. I hope. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I want Jedi to be like Vulcans in Star Trek. You don't have any emotion at all. You just, you just, you, you go and you just tell them the thing. Just say what you're going to say. Don't emote whatsoever. All right, that's what I want you to do. <laughs> so yes, uh, all the Jar Jar hate. Yeah. What do you feel like in continuity um, works against Star Wars? The the kid. The kid, yeah, yeah. It makes yeah. it makes like every scene that he says anything, yeah, in or he's in or it's just all like Chesco Sabulba, Chesco Sabulba. <laughs> hey, Charger, stay away from those energy binders. If your hand gets caught in the beam, it's gonna go numb for hours. <laughs> Which, admittedly, I watched Jingle all the way, and he still is. Pretty bad in that too. Very, very nice. Yeah, I guess so. I, I guess it could be. You could look at it as like from that point on, it took until Rogue One for them to redeem like Vader as like a truly scary villain. Yeah. Oh, and uh, mm. I'm I'm also throwing out I'm also throwing out like anything that you feel like in the EU that was an actual detriment. To oh no! Oh, <laughs> oh, guys, man. this is oh. everything. Oh, oh, this oh. Is well, okay, so oh, you just opened Pandora's box. If, if we're yeah. the worst things than Star Trek, then we don't even need Star to look Trek. at the Star Trek, Star Wars. Yeah, we don't <laughs> even. We don't even. Yeah, they're the exact same piece of media. No difference between them. <laughs> then we don't even need to look at the movies. Yeah, exactly. there's nothing, yeah. nothing in the movies yeah. that ever talk. I feel like, like if, you can help, if you can help it, reference the movies. But okay. if you find something even juicier. Bring in the EU. No, EU is usually just schlock, basically. Yeah, it's yeah. just a bunch of schlock. So, it's in just in general the very bad. Yeah. The movies are really what counts anyway. Yeah, fair enough. That's always been the case. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you, Pyman? Oh, goodness. I know you were all... Uh, I know that you... All, I saw some, like, black veins popping up on your temple when I was all like, tell us about the worst thing. <laughs> and then you were all like, yes, my power grows. <laughs> oh, man. It, well, no, it's it's difficult to choose because I, I there are a lot of issues with the, the prequels in, in my mind. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to pick one that I think has an overarching detriment. Mm -hmm. But it, actually, no, I, I already brought it up. The acting. The, the direction oh, yeah. of yeah. the acting, I think, really cut down on it. I, that's one of the strengths, I think, of the prequels is that the actors are allowed to be much more dynamic. Mm -hmm. So I, probably the acting. Yeah. Yeah. So the acting in the, the prequels is is that, but like in the original trilogy, then like they're allowed to be more dynamic. 
Because you said prequel twice, and you oh, threw me off. Uh, okay, so, so yeah. yeah. Prequel acting bad. is bad. <laughs> yeah, prequel acting bad. Sequel, sequel acting, acting good. good. <laughs> <laughs> right. And getting now, big thank. <laughs> hey, what about you, Jeff? So, kind of going off of your point with the acting, like, I think this is less, like, a detriment to Star Wars as, like, a whole and more just kind of a personal thing. Yeah. But, uh, um... Ewan McGregor's acting in the last like quarter or third of Revenge of the Sith because we've really so specifically that specifically that okay. because we okay. have we have said and I agree with you guys that Ewan McGregor is probably the perfect Obi-Wan mm-hmm. like his acting is like probably some of my favorite in those like prequel movies despite yeah, like yeah. all the other bad direction mm-hmm. like he definitely like saves that role yeah something in him just flips <laughs> as soon as the younglings start dying oh, he just gives up he just gives up he starts screaming his lines like a child he removes all the emotion that he would put in his voice at, in his voicing like before and he would he starts acting like the little kid in Phantom Menace. Yeah. Where everything is just like oh, that. Oh, Christensen. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, are you yes, talking yes, about Darth Vader? No, I'm talking about like no, I'm talking about like the like what you were saying with uh Anakin in episode 1 like that wooden acting. No, yeah, that, you said it's, it's like the it's yeah. like the opposite uh, direction, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like or like like the kid. It's not it's not specifically wooden. Wooden. His delivery is disgusting. And yeah, it, it's yeah. yeah, it's yeah, it's kind of like that. Like <laughs> like his his delivery gets screwed up and everything. Like it's just he just goes weird. Like I'm not rooting day. for Anakin yeah. at all throughout yeah, Phantom no. Menace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. And like a lot of people give a lot of hate to Hayden Christensen too. Yeah. But once again, I feel like it's mostly the directing yeah. that's the cause for that. Yeah, because he, I mean, he himself is a talented actor. Yeah, he's yeah. been in other better films yeah. since then. But yeah, like specifically there's just something in that last bit after like Anakin falls and everything where like his acting where like Obi-Wan's acting just like I don't know, it just kind of tanks out of nowhere. I kind of feel like I kind of feel like um it just goes weird. Yeah, it goes very weird. Yeah. Yeah, because it it doesn't go like Anakin yeah. from you know, from Phantom Menace. You know, a really good point because I can't remember if it was like a couple years ago or something, but I was rewatching a little bit of Revenge of the Sith, and there's that you're right. Like yeah. throughout most of the film, he's actually kind of fun. Like yeah. Anakin <laughs> is oddly kind of fun. Yeah. Like when they're about to like land on that ship to fight Grievous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they're like the dynamic that he has between him and Obi Wan. It's it's actually pretty fun. Like they're quipping with each other. It sounds like a couple of friends, you know, just giving each other a hard time. But you're right. That last bit on Mustafar, it's like the direction that that's when like all of the stilted dialogue and all the poor direction just kind of coalesce on that single bit. I feel I feel like it starts with post fall of the Jedi temple when mm-hmm. he's like mm-hmm. looking at the recordings and talking to Padme. Yeah. I feel like it starts there and then continues into Mustafar. I think you're right. <laughs> no, I, I need, what I need from you is to be really, really angry when you, when you do these lines, okay, but also so have no emotion whatsoever. Are you sure, so George? Just, just, Cause I feel like I can draw on something here that he's like my best friend throughout no, the entire series. No, I want right? both of you just to scream at each other as men who have completely given up. But he hasn't given, like, the script says he hasn't given up on me. He's still trying to reach me. No, but. (laughs) (laughs) And then he just slowly starts going. 
Somebody get me a Coke Zero. Right now. Yeah, like I, I, part of me always wondered if maybe Ewan McGregor was just checked out by that point. Ewan McGregor, no, with, like, I think it's just in both. I yeah. think where like I think it's just the direction. Yeah, I think it's it's just the direction there. Yeah. Um, and I was making an observation, and uh, you guys tell me if you feel the same way, but I feel like out of the prequels, universally, the only thing that people are still like cool and down with was Ewan, was Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan Kenobi. I thought people still yeah. like yeah. Liam Neeson's Qui-Gon. Yeah. I think, I, I think so too, but I mean like... Like the biggest that, that could that, Something that could come back. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you, you mean the, the only remaining relic of a bygone era? Yeah. No, it's an <laughs> elegant weapon from a more civilized age. Oh, okay. So he's the lightsaber. Yeah. He's the true He was the lightsaber, lightsaber the whole time. Ewan McGregor was the lightsaber, with the lightsaber inside of us all the time. <laughs> um, and with the announcement of the Kenobi show, um, people were really excited yeah. that well, Ewan McGregor was... Oh, yeah. Ewan yeah. McGregor is... I am excited to see where that goes. Yeah. yeah. And I've seen in interviews where, like, you like they talk to him about it. It's like, now that it's announced, how do you feel about it? He's like, honestly, really relieved. I don't know how long I was going to be able to keep up this secret. Yeah. He's like, I felt terrible lying to people. Yeah. He said he, he was feeling really awful. Uh, like, for the past four years, yeah. he would go to interviews and be... And, the interview would be like, if if they were to do something with Obi Wan again, would you be interested to to do that? And he's like, oh, I don't know. I kind of feel like, you know, if they if they do it, uh, I'm I'm open to the idea. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> meanwhile, he's just all like, we've been working on that for a while. <laughs> oh man, how do I spin this? Oh, <laughs> Yeah, also to answer your question, since you also say specifically like a detriment to Star Wars as like a whole, yes. and you opened up the um, Hellraiser box that is the EU, um, honestly like the Yuuzhan Vong invasion. What? No, yeah, it's bad. That's no. really bad. There's so much weird stuff that came from that. Guys, they're not affected by the Force though. No, but then they also so develop a Vong sense, so then they can sense them. They can't sense the Force? Or can they no, they can sense Yuuzhan Vong. No, yeah, they can't. It's called Vong sense. They can, they can sense the Vong. That, so, that sounds like we just took the Vong turn right there. That all, that all, <laughs> we took a Vong turn in Albuquerque. <laughs> Yeah, that also established, like, the weird force veil that's around their galaxy that hides them from other galaxies. What? We got... I, is that where we got the Sun Crusher? Probably. I'm not sure. I don't remember. All I remember is that, like, in those later eras, I remember the great, 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 great time 16 descendant of Luke Skywalker... And he loves dead sticks. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's, like, he's, a, he's So, like, his story, I don't even remember, like, what his first name was, but he is a Skywalker. This is before the sequel trilogy started popping out. Right. And That's why it's got, called the EU. He has got this super hot pink girlfriend who is... So, he's like... Oh, the pink girlfriend. Oh, I remember Yeah, now. so check it out. Check it out. Check it out. So, they're species. So, she's super hot, right? Mm -hmm. Pink skin, purple hair. And their whole species is that... Like, and I found out about this, thanks to the Star Wars role-playing game, that, um... <laughs> of course. Their whole species 
are can't can't not be hot. Oh, fair. All the men are hot. All the women are hot, and at all times they are secreting pheromones. Yeah, yeah they're, 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 they're just the sorry from mm-hmm. uh, Mass Effect. Honestly, I, I I wouldn't mind I wouldn't mind these pink people over the sorry. But <laughs> anyway, um, so this pink new, sorry. This this new Skywalker. <laughs> 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 so these so this new Skywalker. You remember how Obi Wan was all like, "You don't want death sticks." Yeah. Well, this new Skywalker is like, "Yo, give me all the death sticks." Mm-hmm. And did you just do, did you do spice or was it actually death sticks? Yeah, they're straight up called death sticks. Okay. And so he's I a chain out, smoker. I found I found out <laughs> yeah. how they work. You went, like they're a fluid that you ingest. Oh. Yeah. yeah you just like mix them in a drink or something. No, or, no, no, or you, you just take it straight on. And yeah. so death stick shots. So he does it so that he can get high and cut himself off from the force. Because he's forced. Oh yeah, yeah. He's like this yeah, weird combination between Han, in that he's a rogue who will use a blaster, and Luke because he's a Jedi, and uh, and periodically there was this great like couple of panels that I saw where like he's about to take another death stick, and then the ghost of Luke shows up, and he's all like, "Dude, you need to grab your destiny," and he's all like, "That's really great, Grandpa. Let me do that right after this death stick." <laughs> He wasn't that far of a descendant from Luke, was he? He was pretty far. He was pretty far. It was it was way after the remnants and everything else after that. Yeah, stuff gets crazy in the EU. It does. But yeah, like you also talk about quantifying the Force via like midichlorians, like the fact that their galaxy has like the Force veil. Oh, that's awful. Like, that's that awful. like that actually yeah. quantifies the Force as only existing in that galaxy. I hate that I because hate the Yuzhong Vong can't be sensed because they're outside of the Force. That's right. right. That's so right. that that's a hard quantifiable number on it. I, it yes, you're right. You're absolutely right. <laughs> There's a Force border. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that reminds me of um, in uh, in Kotor two, was it Malakor? Yeah, that is just like a planet that is devoid of all life. Yeah, and so it's just a dead space in the force. Yeah, so that's um, that was going to be my contribution towards like detriment if we're talking as far as like actual canon since Yuzhan Vong don't exist anymore. Thank you. Yeah. Yes, is, bring that up. Um, how trivial uh, cutting yourself off from the force is now. <laughs> because oh. it, it happens in Last Jedi, and then it's also talked about in Fallen Order, which is canon. Yes. yes. Uh, like Luke completely cuts himself off from the Force in Last Jedi, and yeah. then he's able to just kind of like he recovers his recover his link to the Force pretty easily. Yeah. It's just yeah. a USB cable. Yeah. 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 And it's the same thing with a character in Fallen Order. He who, just plugs the modem back in. Who, <laughs> make, make sure you safe disconnect though before you fall off <laughs> Yeah, the that's what happens when you don't safe disconnect. You cut yourself off from the Force. That's yeah. right. Don't do that. But uh, there, And then that same thing basically happens with another like main-ish character in Fallen Order. They sure. cut themselves off from the Force, and then they just kind of get their connection back. Yeah. And doesn't Kyle Katarn do that too? I was going to say Kyle He Katarn. does it like multiple times. <laughs> he just but that's also because then... of the whole Valley of the Jedi thing, even though they say. don't bury their dead. Yeah. <laughs> but, well, um... The Valley of the Jedi, how does that work it, It's just like yeah. a well of force energy. Pretty much. And you yeah. just toss yourself back in there and just get filled it, up it, with it force It gives energy. you force sensitivity. Okay. But, yeah. um, even if you don't have it. What yeah. you're talking about with KOTOR 2 and, like, the link between, like, Malachor 5 and, like... The whole story of that game yeah. is that game really puts a lot, like a lot of gravity on cutting yourself off from the force. Yeah, like it's like a big deal. It's yeah. really treated as a thing that you don't just do. Like yeah. it, it's essentially like a, it's essentially like dying. Yeah. 
Whoa. Yeah. Uh, and like the whole. I like that. And like it, your main character is cut off from the force in order to shield themselves from what happened on Malachor Five because of how much death happened there. Mm -hmm. Whoa. And that planet is what's called a wound in the force. Yeah. That's um, that's the coolest. Yeah. Yes. And then the pain basically of that happening since your main character was present with Revan. Yeah. In was the there Wars. when Malachor Five yeah. was. Killed. And so that that yeah. massive disturbance of all the life on this whole planet yeah. being killed simultaneously, yeah. all that disturbance hit them all at once, and your main character cuts themselves off from the force to pretty much not blow up their own brain. Yeah, because wow. like it basically was established if you main character hadn't done that, they would have died right They would there. have been killed by, awesome. by that. And, um, like, all the Force-sensitive people around were like... Yeah. The yeah. That also up. happens with one of the villains in that game where they themselves become a wound in the Force and they, yeah. their existence is just sucking life from anything around them. Oh, yeah. Radical. You mean Darth Galactus. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> That's pretty much. radical. Can I, I'm sorry. I'm still hung yeah, up. Like I'm still it. hung up on just the term a wound yeah. in the force. Yeah, oh, Darth that's where because that's also where the Mandalorian Wars ended yes. was like the Republic forces and the Mandalorians all dying at once on Malachor Five. Oh, yes. Oh, that's awesome. And, thanks, uh, uh, thanks, uh, Bowder. Yeah, Bowder. Bowder. Yeah, he. Um, and then there's also other story stuff like when you're finding the other Jedi Masters in that game, they talk about using. Force, the, that force cut off as like a punishment but they rarely ever do it because of how horrendous it is yeah that's <laughs> pretty cool. nasty that's and cool. so that i always loved how important that was yeah. established and then now yeah. it's like you can kind of just turn it off and turn it on now right. yeah. like starting with the new movies it's like yeah. holding your breath kind of yeah, yeah. yeah. fair enough yeah you Fair should enough. play KOTOR 2, but you, you don't need, have to play all of it. You really need to check no, out KOTOR yeah, 2. Play, play like three quarters through. Yeah. What, guys? Why would I only play three quarters through KOTOR 2? Because Nihilus is nothing because but a huge disappointment. Because they ran out of, he, they ran he out of money. Unfortunately. That's they yeah, do, they ran out of money. That's he, actually the real answer. He's such a cool villain, and they do nothing with him. Oh, <laughs> that's too bad. <laughs> yep. But there's a lot of stuff in that game that you would, I think, love. I think you would love him, yeah. especially the stuff about Malachor. I think pretty much everything involving Malachor Five you'd probably think was the coolest thing ever because yeah. I think Just it play is. Play until the studio runs out of money and they stop. <laughs> <laughs> have, have a hard number on the content mod. <laughs> yeah. Have a hard number oh, in the yeah. top right corner that shows you funds currently, yeah. and when it reaches, I think about a hundred dollars left. Just stop. <laughs> What I really, really want is that I really, and I'm still kicking myself for not doing this yet, I need to find a way so that I can play Republic Commando, because that has been on my radar for such a long time. <laughs> you want to play should, Republic Commando? Should I not? No, no. You can totally play it. Yeah. It's a good game. Yeah. It's got some weird It's bits. not really important, though. Well, like, I mean, yeah. Dude. It's just it's, the reason why it's been on my radar for so long. It's because it's the Star Wars game that I've wanted for so long. Yeah, it's it's like I wanted to play a game as a clone trooper, and I wanted to play a, a first person shooter Star Wars, and I wanted to do some sort of team based Star Wars game. Oh, yeah. are we yeah. segueing into video games now? 
It, Please tell me this is all Star Wars. Please tell me we're cycling in a video game. Soon. Okay. When do you have to say? I can reflect games? right off of that. <laughs> favorite, favorite, and least favorite Star Wars video game. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh no! All right. Oh no! I'm, I'm going to start off with the poor choice. I don't. And it's only oh, before we go on. Yes. I just want to just you yes. talk about the game that yes. you you yes, always yes. wanted to play. Yes. Bounty Hunter. I rented Bounty Hunter, and I borrowed wow. a GameCube. Wow. When it came out to play it but i only got to play it for like i think it was five days yeah and then we had to return it and i was never able to do that again i really want to go back and revisit it right. yeah it's what it's, i'd be down with that it's the great white buffalo it's the great white buffalo yeah <laughs> it was fun playing as uh as Django. it's cool yeah, yeah cool. That your head would i, w- I would like to see them remaster yeah. that game yeah. <laughs> that reminds me on um, the original battlefront 2 um Occasionally, mm-hmm. if if somebody uh, brings in Django Fett as one of the hero uh, people, mm-hmm. uh, occasionally one of the clone troopers will be like, "Oh no, it's Django Fett, and he brought his head." <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst. <laughs> Throwing shade on my Mandalorian master man. Yeah, isn't he not? Can, 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 can we? Uh, can we all just? Yeah. Mandalorians the, are they're not a species. It's like a it's like an ideology, a faction. No, nah, I don't believe that. It's hey. my religion. <laughs> um I believe there actually is like a they, Mandalorian like species, but they also take in like other yeah. people. It's that like join the them. Sith. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Because there is like a Sith race, but then there's also that people that follow the Sith. Okay. Uh really quick before we transition into video games. Um so we all feel the same that Django is way better than Boba, and yeah. Boba's kind of been overhyped. Well, because yeah. Django yeah. did stuff in the films. Okay. Yeah, yes. He has a countable body count that includes other Jedi. The yes. only reason Boba was ever popular was the expanded universe. Yes, yeah. that's right. That is correct. Yeah. Oh man, that's another. Because he never did anything in detriment. The films. Because yeah. they did. They tried to push Boba Fett so hard. They even they made they made they tried to get him over so bad. They, yeah, like <laughs> they made him the greatest bounty hunter of all time. They gave him a lightsaber. They had him lightsaber fight Vader and almost beat him. Oh yeah, which would not happen. Vader would just pull him apart. <laughs> no, but, uh, but he he's had well him, fit, though. Yeah, no, but he's he had fit, like though. other people being like scared of him. Like they really like they wanted him to be the main character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then the movies he just says. Put Captain Solo in the cargo hold. Okay. And he stands in the corner. The only thing he does in the original trilogy is he accepts a gift from the Empire. So I saw a, uh, very recently, a thread on the Star Wars subreddit. And it had a picture of Captain Phasma. And I was all like, this person only exists in the movies to sell toys. Changed my mind. And, like, a lot of people were like, no, you're right. And... And somebody else was all like, yeah, the same as with Boba Fett. And then there was just like a fight <laughs> going on. Just like, Boba did this, 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 this. Phasma did this, 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 this. I'm like, guys, you're both thing. wrong. Yeah, they yeah. stand in the corner, they, they act menacing, and then they fall in a pit and die. Yeah. I will agree with one thing. Um, somebody pointed out Phasma did help one of the main characters complete his story arc. That's a good point. And had an actual battle. And, <laughs> That's true. And didn't, you know, get defeated by a blind guy. 
<laughs> so, I, uh, I mean, it's like one percent more than what Boba Fett did. It's a one percent. It's a huge I, thing. No, yeah. it's not so, huge. Like here is one thing. There's one thing. Yeah. In the movies. In the movies. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, that's very important. There actually is a uh, a deleted scene in Last Jedi that gives Phasma like slightly more than that, which. Mm. I actually kind of wish they kept it. Like, the only thing I could think of is they might have just cut it for time purposes. Yeah. But during that fight, when she's fighting uh, Finn, uh, rather than just kind of, like, falling through the floor <laughs> and kind of just falling into the doom pit, um, she fights uh, Finn off, and then she, instead of Finn coming back up onto the uh, platform, uh, she comes up and she's got a bunch of stormtroopers with her. Uh, she calls... Finn like a traitor and like kind of just putting him down and then he calls her out for being a tr for being a hypocrite because she helped them take the shield down on Starkiller base in order to live yeah. and then uh, her stormtroopers arcs actually start kind of looking at her weird like this is the first time they've heard that yeah. <laughs> she very quickly kills all of them oh, she's exposed on stream yeah. Yeah. she got and then, exposed uh, she almost kills Finn and like has him knocked down and then they do their line we're like you're scum yeah rebel scum <laughs> and then right, instead of collapsing through the floor he grabs a, uh, a blaster off of one of the dead troops and like blasts her off into the pit mm. okay that's, so that's it's like, like it's, it's a, a. I feel like it's a much better scene than the, what we kind of got, and I feel like it gives Phasma at least a little tiny more than the nothing that we kind of got. Yeah, mm -hmm. I love like the yeah. Gwendolyn Christie though. Yeah, yeah, Gwendolyn Christie though. I like her a lot. She's giant. She's so big. <laughs> she seems nice. She, she would have been good if they gave her anything. Fair yeah. point. I thought I I thought she fulfilled her purpose of being there. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Cool and I mean. I, I think her armor's cool too. So you know, Boba Fett had cool armor also. Yeah, I know. I think well, his armor's cool to too. Be cool. How is this all the toys? Exactly. This isn't about whether or not she's better than Boba Fett. It's just all like, oh hey, that's a neat little detail. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're. I think they're both the same and kind of trash. Yeah. Fair enough. But I like Phasma. Yeah. <laughs> because I don't feel like Phasma has been okay. uh, overhyped. So going back to not not by the fans, I mean. Yeah, I was gonna say she got so hyped. She got pushed and, a lot by the films, but not yeah, not well, yeah, because she was also part of like the big advertising push. Yeah, of course, mm -hmm. like for it. So that I, is like, if anything, I feel like that's kind of maximum hype. Yeah, yeah. So favorite game, least favorite game. Okay. Um, I am currently stuck between two choices for favorite. One of them is the original Battlefront Two. Sounds really good. And I'll I, I'll take the L on this one and say the Revenge of the Sith game. That you, it's one of your favorites. It's one oh, of the, my movie favorite. the, yeah, movie the movie game. The movie game. Oh my! And the reason for that is because they they it was like some of the most fun I had with lightsaber combat. Mm. Yeah, the lightsaber combat in that is so clean. That it's game is so that game is really underrated. It is. I think so. Yeah. I would agree. Um. The, we'll have to play it again sometime. The, the enemy variety is actually really, really cool. Mm -hmm. And um, the multiplayer mode in that is shockingly deep. <laughs> it's just a, they, it's a fighting game. They, both, a they have both a fighting game as well as a co-op. That's right, they yeah. do. We knocked out the co-op really quick. And Where you have a to game defeat, that managed uh, to pull that off better than Omicron. Yeah. <laughs> right. Where you have to defeat uh, Jedi Master Sindralig. That's yeah. right. That's right. Um, Which, but for my who least, is named after the 
one of the stunt coordinators for the movies. Oh, that's cool. Which is uh, Nick Gillard. Yeah. So, <laughs> least favorite. Um, that's uh, that's tricky. I I'm drawing back upon the old uh, SNES era, like Super Star Wars and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I did Star play Wars. Battlefront One. <laughs> Don't you dare say Super Star I would, Wars. <laughs> I would say, I would say, for my personal experience, my least favorite is probably the rebooted Battlefront One, mm-hmm. and that's just because it. It's just, by comparison to everything else we've had beforehand, it feels like such an empty experience. Mm-hmm. And Which it is. Yeah, and that's that's more or less it for me. Uh, what about you guys? Uh, favorite Battlefront 2. Uh, second favorite, or sorry. Uh, yeah, Battlefront 2. Second, least favorite, Battlefront 2. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'm there kidding. You go, there you go. Uh, I no, think but Battlefront I think, 2 is good now, though. Yeah, no, it's yeah. good now, though. Mm-hmm. I didn't think they would ever pull a turnaround on that game, but they somehow did it. Yeah, yeah. There's been a few games that have done that. No Man's yeah. Sky, yeah. Uh, Final Fantasy 13. 14. 14. 14, you mean. 13 never turned 13, around. It only got worse. 13 is still nuked in the ground. <laughs> yeah, but I'm talking about 13. Um, my, my actual favorite is probably KOTOR 1. Mm-hmm. Um, love it. Uh, enjoy it. Um, I like playing D&D while I play Star Wars. Me too. That's fun. I had, and I'm not going to get into the huge argument about it, but how annoyed I was about Vibroblades blocking lightsabers. Uh, But that's a hard-baked game mechanic thing. Yeah. Um, That's a whole episode on its own. (laughs) (laughs) I've come to the conclusion, yeah, if they say that there's cortosis in there or whatever, if they explained why they can block lightsabers, I'm no, fine with it. No, it's Frick Alloy. Yeah, it's Frick Alloy. <laughs> I was going to say, they did explain it. They didn't yeah. see it in there. Um, so, yeah, KOTOR 1, love it. Uh, going back and playing it and being in it again, still love it. I think mm-hmm. it's amazing. Yeah. Um, least favorite, I honestly don't like Shadows of the Empire very much. That's, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it worked very well. Yeah. And I got, like, so far before... I, I got to the to the trash train, and I was just all like, I think I'm done with this oh, game. Oh, you don't right. like you don't like the trash train wild ride? Yeah, no. Never mind. Can I change my can I change, <laughs> can my change my <laughs> to Shadows of the Empire? <laughs> yeah, you beat that shit. I did. I did, and I and I did not feel victorious. You, you cut yes. yourself off from the force to block that. <laughs> and also, everybody wondered like, why can we no longer set Smiter? <laughs> yeah, I've I've beaten that game multiple times, and I'm numb to do it. <laughs> I, I don't like Shadows of the Empire, and I don't like Dash Rendar. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't like Dash. I don't like... He, look, I, I I have a special place in my heart for that game. Dash is a discount Han. <laughs> yes. Uh, and I and I, I also, have a Dash action figure. You do, also. with his big, dumb shoulder pads. Yeah, he does. Do. You do. <laughs> um, uh, I'd say a second place for probably favorite... Is uh, after you've unlocked the ability to use force powers in uh, Jedi Outcast. <laughs> yeah. When it stops being a, not before. <laughs> when it stops being Unreal Tournament 2004. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 
Oh, those opening levels are rough. They are yeah, I very watched rough. I watched Josh replay them uh, recently, and I'm all like, like, and Josh is like, you know, bo- boosting in cheats and no clip and stuff, and I'm all, and I'm sitting there, I was like, I'm pretty sure that's how you're supposed to play. Yeah, it. That's, that's one of those special game. games that's way more fun with like God mode cheats. Yes. <laughs> well, specifically, I feel like as long as you have saber realistic combat turned yeah. on, which, the game is probably the best. Which I'm you could sad play. That, that you cannot do that in Switch. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. Only on PC. Well, of course but, not. You have to open with a console. You think they're going to let you do that on Switch? That's oh, probably... Yeah. That's probably I one. I if people with hacked Switches can do it. Yeah. <laughs> probably. I need to hack my Switch just for this game. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so um, for me, like, uh, for most favorite, like, KOTOR and KOTOR 2 are so neck and neck, but I'm actually going to give it to KOTOR 2. Because I really love the way they play around with like the force in that game and yeah. like i feel like it's a really good deconstruction of mm-hmm. the way it works yeah yeah um and i feel like there's a lot more poured into the single player like campaign which mm. i mean those games are single player only anyway so i really appreciate what they put in there yeah, yeah. with the caveat that you do need the restored content mod to really get the full experience right which yeah. is kind of unfortunate yeah um, least favorite, you actually kind of stole my answer with the re- the new Battlefront one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's okay. No, I, I took away that answer. It's yeah. Shadows of the Empire. So like, <laughs> yeah, I'll he s- took it back. I will say like because I have played it, I can s- I can also say this: the Phantom Menace PS One game. Oh, yeah. oh that, was, that was pretty awful. Awesome. I, I was considering that for my worst, but yeah. I, I was conflicted <laughs> because it's not completely terrible. There's just one thing in it that ruins the whole game. Which one's that one? The camera. (laughs) Yeah, the camera makes it unplayable. Imagine you're playing MGS1, but the camera is like two inches away from Snake's shoulders. I remember Mm. that. As soon as he said the camera, I was all like, it took me way back into my Force memories. (laughs) Yeah. I began to feel the pain of my ancestors. Yeah. That's a, that's a good one. That's a real good one to hate. Yeah, <laughs> PS1. I never played Masters of Terrace Kasi, but I imagine that would yeah. probably be one, too. <laughs> yeah. That, that'd be down guys, there. Guys, mm-hmm. they confirmed Terrace Kasi. Yeah, Terrace Kasi's back, you guys. Oh, it's, it's a real place. <laughs> real things happen there. Hey, fine man. Fine man. Uh, go ahead and spit out the black vial of your knowledge. You know, they have pod racing on Malice Terror. Very fast. Very <laughs> oh, dangerous. Oh, shoot. Pod racing is also up there as one of my favorites. Oh, pod, yeah. Pod the racer. Pod racer game's really good. Pod racer for N64, I, I think it's probably the Star Wars game I played the most, other mm-hmm. than Jedi Outcast. We still have a copy. You also yeah. have. Don't you also have a copy of Bombad Racing? No, we don't have a copy of oh. Bombad Racing. <laughs> Bombad no, I don't Super I don't. Bombad uh, Racing. Yeah, it was Super Bombad, oh, so. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Flyman. Man. Hmm. It's your turn. You so, have an ability. Best game? I mean... Not necessarily best game, but most favorite My, my game. favorite game. Yes. I mean, there, there's some rose-colored glasses involved with this selection, but Fair. I want to say TIE Fighter. Yeah, nice. No, that's bull. It's it's bad. TIE Fighter is bad. <laughs> <laughs> I know for a fact you've never played TIE best Fighter. Game? <laughs> best game? TIE Fighter. Worst game? X-Wing. X-Wing, yeah. <laughs> No, I liked X-Wing. Squadron. I liked X-Wing a lot. It was really, really hard, and I couldn't play it very well at the time, so I, I never really got that far oh, into God. it. Oh, sorry. I just, like, what if what if for my favorite, I said Shadows of the Empire, and for my least favorite, KOTOR? <laughs> yeah, you just flip on me? You just flip on me. Sorry, please continue. We'd have to cut all of your audio out. That's going to be difficult. Yeah, That's going to be hard. You'd have to cut me off from the force. You're just going to mirror universe your brother? That's yeah, okay. You can just get it back. That's right. I can just... 
Turn it right back on. Plug the USB back in. It's a USB 4, so you have to have the right ports. Right. right, yeah. Sorry, Pyman, you were saying... Not everybody has You were not ports. good at it, but you loved it. Yeah, I, I wasn't good at uh, X-Wing. I also wasn't that great at TIE Fighter, but I was good enough that I could get through it. Yes. And that coupled with the narrative from the aspect of a, an, like a TIE fighter pilot, mm-hmm. so it was the bad guys, I yeah. thought it was super cool. Mm-hmm. I loved that in Battlefront 2. Yeah, absolutely. Not new Battlefront 2. No, I, I know what you're right. Yeah, we know yeah. I'm not saying that for you guys. Yes, the so. story of, of the original Battlefront 2 is awesome. Yeah, OG it. Battlefront 2 is also up there. KOTOR, obviously, is a great pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think... I think, yeah, so... Is it just any game where you can play the bad guy? No, not really. No, okay, alright. I mean, it helps. (laughs) Yeah, it's certainly a selling point for me. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Hey, are you tired of Rebel Scum? And Pine Man's in his chair going, I am, I am tired of Rebel Scum. I'm actually just sick and tired of Rebel Scum, (laughs) as a matter of fact. (laughs) And for least favorite, least favorite, tough, I... Because I was going to go with the PlayStation 1, uh, Uh, PlayStation 1, episode 1. Yeah, well, he brought back some Vietnam flashbacks for me as soon as he mentioned that. Yeah. (laughs) Because I didn't, there are a lot of Star Wars games I haven't played. Yes. Like a lot of the old DOS stuff I didn't play. Right. Other than, of course, the two that I mentioned. Least favorite, Bird vs. Camel. (laughs) Bird, oh yeah, the Atari stuff. Uh, I played, um... I want to say it was like a videotape game once. Oh, you mean like a, uh, like, gosh, what's the FMV film sort of thing? Yeah, one or, of those film yeah. games. I can't remember what it was, though. Yeah. It was way back in the day. That was pretty bad. <laughs> in fact, it was... We need your help! <laughs> I didn't understand how it worked. Yeah. Shadows of the Empire was... I didn't hate it, but it was really hard to get into. Yeah. It was yeah. janky. Guys, why does he slide so much? <laughs> why does he slide when he runs so He's much? got those butter boots. <laughs> He's butter no boots. longer on Hoth. We've left Hoth. Yeah. And now I'm trying to fight Boba Fett. Why does he slide so much? He wore off all the tread and he hasn't had time to, to change his boots. Like he wore out his winter tires and he needs to get new ones? Yeah, his tires are bald. You're supposed to have at least one centimeter on there. Gosh, what was the name of his ship? Not Millennium Falcon. The Outrider. The Outrider, yeah. Gosh. that's The big thing also for me when it comes to Dash Rendar is that it's just annoying that he... Felt like he needed to be in every involved in every important thing that ever happened in Star Wars, yeah. except in the shadows. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, oh, I feel like, you guys I remember your ghost leave you there. Yeah, I, I you remember like, when the Millennium Falcon flew inside of the Death Star two and blew it up from the inside, except it was actually the Outrunner. Oh god! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lando was on the other side of the generator. Yeah. Oh god. Oh man, like. Even more so than Dash, like, the villain of that game slash book, mm-hmm. uh, Prince Shizor, was even worse. <laughs> yeah. Dude, dude, dude. lightsaber fans? I'm not kidding you when I tell you I completely forgot that game had a villain. Yeah. I yeah. completely forgot. Yeah. You thought In Dash my Rendar mind, Dash Rendar is the villain. I yes. thought Dash Rendar was like, because I remember Boba Fett, I remember, thanks to you guys, IG-88, I completely forgot that there was an overarching villain. 
over the entire yeah, thing. Yeah, the this OC character, the uh <laughs> Oh the, my gosh. The, I he like forgot. He's he's like the leader of the Black Sun, so he's like the most important like mafioso yeah. guy. Yeah. He's also like the other hand of the Emperor yeah, who's right. trying to usurp Vader the third by, hand. by <laughs> Yeah, by being Palpatine's favorite. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he like he just effortlessly does everything he wants to do with like no challenge and he's like super deep and interesting. But Josh, Josh <laughs> and he like in he, the shadows. And like um apparently he's like super strong, he's super buff, he's super handsome. <laughs> he's very handsome. And he like uh his whole thing is just like he wants to usurp Vader and like his plan to take out Luke was to shoot him with a gun, even though that didn't work. <laughs> Yo, just shoot him though. And then uh, the only th- the only redeeming thing about that character is that he goes out with a whimper. <laughs> because he like when his plan to take out Luke fails, he just goes back to his stupid skyhook to like throw a silent tantrum, and then Vader blows him up. <laughs> <laughs> He's, oh yeah, he's I such, remember that part. He's such a shit villain with such a fitting ending. <laughs> Just some C4 in his chair. Yeah. Vader's like, oh, you didn't respond in time. I guess that means you betrayed us. Just looking for every excuse to blow his ship up with his Star Destroyer. That's great. <laughs> That's so good. Because he's so done with him. That's good. Man, that the Shadows of the Empire book is such a wild ride. <laughs> Which was also my first introduction to the EU. No way! Yeah, that was the very first EU novel I ever read. Wow, you had a rough landing. Yeah. yeah. Wow. My very first EU book uh, I ever read was a book that I had found at my middle school library. Yes. Was it Galaxy intro- of Fear? No, 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 oh. this was, no. This is the exact same book because he shared it with me. Yes, for, because for me too. this is my introduction too. For for the record, uh, and anyone listening that doesn't already know, uh, I work as a, a custodian, as a substitute custodian. Uh, so I hop around and I clean a lot of the schools, many of which were schools that I went to as a kid. And I'd say about a month ago, while cleaning up the same middle school that I went to. I found a copy of the same book that I had found. Is it the same one? I don't know if it's the same one, but I'm willing to believe it because it looks old. <laughs> it's a it was a, a book called, and it was part of like I think a three part series or no, sorry, a five part series, and it was called The Glove of Darth Vader. Oh! <laughs> oh! 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 <laughs> yeah, so I, off I never read that, Vader. but I heard about it. <laughs> Break it down. It's pretty great. <laughs> that was my first inter- Let me see if I can find the picture on my phone. Oh, you guys like so check it out. Check it out. For anybody that doesn't know like why there's such a big pop-up for this, that series was so ridiculous. It was the worst ever. So check it out. We're talking about active detriment. But also the, the best. <laughs> so check it out. In this in this version of Star Wars, after the Empire has fallen, Vader, you know, Vader dies. Uh, some team, like, diving under, like, in the ruins of the Death Star, they find the glove of Darth Vader. And they think, oh, it's still got power attached to it. So one guy takes it, yes. he's like, now I am Vader. <laughs> Except he's not. He's not. And no. here's the thing. 
He's he's not force sensitive, yes. right? No, he's but not. he wanted to he wanted the glove to command power. So what he did is that he got a droid to affix a little tiny device in the t- fingertip of of the glove. Yes. And what 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 would happen is uh, he because would. he can't choke people, he would go like that, and it would emit a very high frequency sound to just the person he was pointing to, and that would cause them to have. Like, you know, like brain. nausea episodes. Uh, like they would collapse and stuff. Uh, or so their brain he, would hammer. He's a charlatan yeah. pretending to be Vader. He, yeah. like, he didn't even like... No, he didn't pretend to be he, Vader. He was, he was just like, guy. now I am on par with Vader. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, the new now Vader. Now I am the new Emperor. He's like, I have the power of Vader because his glove... Whoa! Hey, Jerry, I don't know what you're doing over there, but... <laughs> you know the next uh, step would have been to brainwashing himself into thinking he's Vader, much like Ocelot brainwashing himself into thinking he's Oh, man. <laughs> Doesn't he end up losing game. losing his hands? That guy? Or am I thinking yeah. of a different dude? Maybe. Maybe. I'm not sure. uh, a lot of people lose he hands had, in Star Wars. He had uh, oh, three eyes. And yeah. there was... There was oh, no, a, yeah, yeah. Trioculus was yeah. his name. Oh, yeah. There, there was his... The, the whole... There was, there was this... What's it called? Um, prophecy or whatever. Yeah. Um, that the, the son of the emperor would have three eyes. And it's all like, okay... I have three eyes. I found the glove of Darth Vader. Nobody's gonna like question it, right? Uh, and then in the later books, you find the real third-eyed guy who has two eyes here and then one eye back here. Yeah, it was a big plot twist. Yep. Yeah, yeah, big yeah. plot twist. So there's multiple three-eyed dudes. Yeah, but so only one. Did you, song did you the finish Emperor. the series? I did. I did finish it. Good. Do you think uh, that was my introduction? As in in in. Middle school. Do you think uh, Force Awakens giving uh, Kylo Ren Vader's helmet is them recontextualizing the glove of Vader yeah. for a new canon? Yeah. Do you I think remember so. how Trioculus died? Um, I believe he was just shocked to death by the other guy. I think. I could be wrong. Do you remember? It's been a long time. Trioculus was the guy who got shot with the eyeball laser from the evil Princess Leia droid. Oh! <laughs> oh yeah! yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice. Rip and gone. <laughs> Rip and gone. Yeah, that was also because he brought it home. I think was... it was him. Let me make sure. Yeah, go yeah. double check. I, I remember check. pretty clearly. <laughs> yes, but, but yeah. uh, yeah, I the the other uh, the other son of the emperor. Uh, when somebody would see his third eye, he could like he does some sort of force juju to them, and they yeah, like yeah. follow him or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's got a Sharon gun in the back of his head. Yeah. That's what it is. That's what it is. Yeah, Trioculus. Now you are his. That's so... And then the other guy was like Trioculus or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It was really dumb. Yeah. really, really dumb. (laughs) But I remember... That was my introduction to the EU. And then I've since read the Thrawn trilogy. Yeah. Yeah, but who cares about Thrawn? Nobody cares. A lot of people care. Uh, Everybody loves Thrawn, apparently. You haven't read the... I have not. I have not, and I'm sure I'm missing out. Well, he's good enough to cherry pick him out into the new canon. Yep. <laughs> yes, it was absolutely Trioculus who got killed by the <laughs> by the, the laser oh, eye droid. Well, laser eye eye it, was because, <laughs> it was because he loved Leia and wanted to marry her, and he mm-hmm. thought the droid was Leia. <laughs> but she was all. It like, was during the wedding. Yeah. Nice. Right in front of her. Bop, bop, We'd bop, get bop. punked. Ah, <laughs> uh, that was such a great series. Yeah. I want to see if I can find it and maybe collect it again. Yeah. Because they're very short books and they're meant for like middle schoolers. Yeah. So. Yeah. 
It's a fun read, and they got cool pictures in it too. Yeah, on Trioculus, when he got a hold of the glove, and he's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah he pick. loves it. They were like Rob Liefeld drawings. It looked like Rob Liefeld drawings. <laughs> Holy cow. What a wild ride that was. <sighs> so, if we're all ready for How the do big you guys fish, feel? are you guys ready for the big fish? Ready for the big meal? We gotta do it sometime. Yeah, it's okay. Was there like, any anything else that you guys wanted you guys to talk wanted about? It's a like quick shock our we, memory with. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like if we do talk about the EU, we could be here all day. That's yeah, oh. true. We would. Yeah. Actually, there's I think so, I've pretty much exhausted yeah. like my. I feel like there's my knowledge so, there's just it. so much more to talk about the EU. That's you, a. Do you guys remember the Siruk? <laughs> you know the kobolds, the evil kobold people. Yeah. Uh-huh. And they they got their power for their droids by draining the life force out of other people. No. No. And then they found out that Jedi were actually. They were really good batteries. Yeah. And so they're like, let's capture all the Jedi and drain their power. Yeah. Right on. Um, also, uh, I know I'm, I know we mentioned before, it's all like, we're going to talk about the Mandalorian, and we're also going to talk about the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Um, just because it's been out recently, and I feel like, you know, we've still got some themes and stuff we can talk about it. I'm also going to th- go ahead and, even though only one of us has actually completed it, um, let's also throw in Jedi Fallen Order in there too. Should, okay. should the situation, should the conversation like lean newer, that? newer media in general? Yeah, 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 basically stuff that just came out really recently that new Star Wars stuff. Yeah. You know that we don't want to spoil for anybody that doesn't yeah. want it to be spoiled. That to them. being said, we are probably going to start entering. The dark territory now, kids. This is the, un- enter- the unknown regions. The unknown. We're going region. to Malakor. Yeah, we're going to Malakor. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna go into the shadow. We're gonna go into heavy spoiler territory. Is what yes. we're gonna do. Yeah, this so, is your warning. If you have not, if seen... you haven't seen the stuff that we've just mentioned, Jedi Fallen Order, The Mandalorian, or Rise of Skywalker. Watch the stop. Watch those. And then come back. And then yes. please come back. Oh, so that you can before talk we go into... Yes. Um, the big fish. The, be, before we go into spoilers, for anyone that's curious, that hasn't seen it yet and don't know if they want to see it, uh, what do you think? Oh, just what do you think? Yeah, just, just what 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 score do you, would you personally give Rise of Skywalker? Okay, I'm also going to give the other two, just to, just to cover bases on those. Okay, cool. So starting with, from what I've seen of Jedi Fallen Order... The gameplay looks extremely solid. Josh can tell you firsthand how it feels. Yep. Um, the oh, story looks really, The story yeah. looks really interesting. And as far as I know, like people have been generally praising it. I want to get it for myself. Yep. I want to get it and I want to play it. That's that the seems plan. really good. The Mandalorian, I highly recommend. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend. I think it's very good. And it's a different type of Star Wars story. It's not even told in the exact same way. And uh, Rise of Skywalker, I liked. I really mm-hmm. liked Rise of Skywalker. And I'm willing to take the L on that. When I say, I look across the room and I see Pyman going, <laughs> oh, You fool! You fool! And you know what? You I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm to springboard off of that. So all three I think are cool and I recommend. And Fallen Order, I'm definitely going to get when I can. Right. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to point, counterpoint... To Pie Man over here. Oh, okay. Let him take over next. I don't know about Fallen Order. I don't know if I want to play as uh, the Joker, but totally not Joker. But yeah, no, totally it's not Jerome. Oh, shut up, though. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, it looks cool. I don't know if I'm gonna play it though. Sure. Sure. Like I've played enough Souls likes. All right, fair yeah. enough. You've yeah. played 
all of the Souls likes, I think. I haven't played Sekiro. Oh, have okay. you played Lords of the Fallen? <laughs> have you played Salt and Sanctuary? <laughs> uh, no, I haven't played Salt and Sanctuary. I have played Lords of the Fallen. Nice. And uh, the other game that they uh, made. Uh, Dark Souls 3, have you played that? <laughs> no. Yeah, that's also that's a also Dark Souls like no. no, Well, no, I think Dark Siders. Darksiders was never a Souls like, but Darksiders three is. Oh that. no, it was yeah. dark, it was the first Darksiders was kind of like Diablo. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's no, what I sorry. Darksiders one is Zelda. Darksiders two is Diablo. Darksiders three is uh, Souls. 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 Okay. So no, yeah, you're kind of good on Souls likes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah I, I'm I'm just done with Souls likes. Frankly, I I can't get enough of it. I mm-hmm. love Soul likes. Oh, I'm sure yeah. it's fun. No, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Mandalorian. Mandalorian's really cool. I like it. I think it's worth a watch. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, I don't know how long Disney is going to use it to uh, haul Disney Plus. Yep. Yeah. I guess yeah. we'll see where that goes. Yeah. <clears throat> and um, I don't think I'm really the right person to ask whether or not <laughs> I would mm-hmm. recommend the new film trilogy. No, it's fine. It's it's yeah, actually yeah, it's what fine. you feel. Is, these are opinions. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. If you want... No spoilers, because we're about to go into spoilers. Just really quick before we do that. What do you feel? I overall don't like them that much. Okay. But at the same time, if you want to watch them, it's, they're not a complete waste. Okay. There's we did establish before they're not the prequel trilogy. There's yeah. fun. They're, they're, no, the, prequel, <laughs> the prequel trilogy is good now. We like no, that. Yeah, yeah no, we great. like the prequels it's now. It's flawless It's deep and ahead of its time. Let's yeah. do this podcast again in 15 years, and I'll, I'll, <laughs> probably, I'll probably recommend the sequels, too. Okay, that would be interesting. <laughs> We're all uh, old and crusty. Okay. I'll go ahead and say I also have not yet played Jedi Fallen Order. It looks really cool. I think uh, I would enjoy the story when I actually sit down and just check it out. I don't get to the chance to play very many video games these days, but I also get a lot of enjoyment from just watching people play video games. Mm-hmm. Um, much to the chagrin of my younger brother over here. I'm actively shaking him in my chair. Um, <laughs> but it looks really cool, and I really want to check it out. I'm very interested in it. Yes. Um I guess EA's not so bad anymore, but <laughs> EA's still really bad. Well, no. Well, EA isn't what made that game good. It was Respawn. <laughs> exactly. Right. Respawn is really great. Um, I love The Mandalorian. I think it's amazing, and I'm enjoying it, and I want to keep watching it. As of this, I think it's episode seven that has just come out. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, it's And I've been really enjoying it. I think to this point, I'm probably going to enjoy it regardless of where it goes yeah. from here. Sure. Um, and I really, really liked Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I really, really like the the sequel trilogy, even though there are big problems with it, and I will mm-hmm. agree that there are big problems with the sequel trilogy. Sure. But I think they are good movies. Yeah. 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 And I, I really enjoy them. All right. Yeah. Close this out, Josh. Yeah. So, with having firsthand experience on Fallen Order, having beaten it, and on the. Uh, replay right now. I can definitely, I can definitely recommend it. It's a very good game. Nice. The story, yeah. the story is very tight, very uh, sh- beginning, beginning to end, just kind of a tight story set in Star Wars. Nice. Char- characters are good, if not a little bland, unfortunately. Okay. But like yeah. the combat's definitely like the biggest selling point. Like the combat's really good in that game. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, I had a, I had a. I had a question going into that, and now I'm sorry, I completely forgot. Now, now you're going into Mandalorian. Yeah. Do you enjoy Jerome Velasca beating down whale men wielding lightsaber hooks? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really sure how to answer that. <laughs> did you like the? Did you like that Mongolian rock that he was listening to? 
That's like before his buddy was all like, ah, jibuta. And then right beforehand, he was all like, don't be racist. Prof speaks basic. He was listening to The Who. He was. It was Wolf Totem. He was listening to Hootie and the Blowfish. I was just hoping... All right, here I go with this. Uh, I was just hoping for it. I was just hoping for it, like that would be that new Cantina album oh, from yeah. that Cantina band. Mm. I had to hold Mark that one Rebo's, back. Mark Rebo's band. Mark or, Rebo's band. It was Max yeah. Rebo. Max Rebo. Sorry, Max, Max Rebo. Rebo. I thought that was that new uh, hot Max Rebo thing. Yeah. <laughs> and he's not the Cantina dude. No. He was Java's Palace. Yeah, that was yeah. Java's oh. Palace. Max Rebo. Yeah. Get it right, actually. <laughs> with the with their with their head single Jedi Rocks. Jedi Rocks, yes. Yeah. And so, uh, their singer Sice Noodles, their uh, flute player Stop, uh, Dro- Stop. Droopy McCool. Stop. Stop. That was only his stage name though. His real name was Snit. What are you doing? Didn't he also have a bith or was was there no bith? I don't remember. I think there was. There might have been. You silly man. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think the I think the Biff band is just called the Cantina band. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, the heavy chanting soundtrack. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So the the Mandalorian, I'm also thoroughly enjoying like every single episode. Yes. I I'm really liking it. I think it might be my favorite thing that they've done with like new stuff coming out recently. Yes. Like mm-hmm. I, like I honestly have after having I can't really be fair because the show's not over yet, so I don't yeah. know if it's gonna make any trip ups in the last episodes but yeah assuming we're on the trajectory that we're on now it i might like it more than the movies that's fine <laughs> watch in the last episode of the season he's gonna take off his helmet and he's gonna pull out a lightsaber uh, <laughs> oh no he's not well no, no he's not no he's not no he's that not. or if boba fett shows up oh gosh <laughs> yeah. no he won't other than that highly recommend mandalorian i yes. think it's he's great. a dead pile of bones inside the <laughs> yeah he's still being digested actively uh that's how Rise of Skywalker, I'm still kind of sitting on and condensing. I kind of feel like I need to watch it again just to like pick up the rest of the details I probably missed. You gotta let it, it cook usually, more. It usually, yeah, I got. I feel like I gotta let it cook a little bit. Mm. Um, it takes me usually a couple viewings of a movie before I really like start condensing my thoughts. Okay. You guys pick up. I know you two pick up way more details on the first time, so I can rely on that. But yeah, yeah. overall initial impressions, having a day to sit on it, I like it. I thought okay. Rise of Skywalker was pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With some janky, rocky bits at the beginning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. I like that. Okay. It's time. It is time. As the ancient ones foretold. Yes. <laughs> if you've gotten this far, thank you. If you're not going to listen we past this point. We applaud you if you've gotten this far. Yeah. yeah wow. Sorry oh, yeah. for, for <laughs> being Bong and EU. <laughs> Just good for you. Trash. Yeah. Ew. Good for um, you. Yeah, thank you for listening. Uh, if you're not going to continue listening from here, it was great, uh, and Thanks we hope to have another one for you soon. If you're coming, if you're going to still hang out with us or come back after you get done checking all that stuff out, mm-hmm. great, great. Where now we can talk to you about it. 